Welcome back, everybody, to the basement binge. I was out. Where am I going? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a start. Okay, Margaret. All right, welcome to the basement binge. Uh, we'll start always with our spoiler wall with um, Avengers Age of Ultron. That's what we watched this week. But anyway, before we jump in, I'm Harrison. I'm Cade. And I'm Kelton. And uh, spoiler wall for the. This is just your recommendation. We get a minute to give a spoiler free reaction to the film and then recommend it at the end. So. Let's start with that. You want to pull on a minute for us, Cade? Yeah, I'm ready for you. As soon as I pull it up for you. <laughs> I'm ready. Right. When I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, here's my minute. Uh, wow, okay. Avengers Age of Ultron. Personal note, I had really always talked about this film really highly and like always felt like it was my personal mission to tell people how good this film was <laughs> and like how underrated it was. Um, probably did that too much. This film was good. It's enjoyable, but it's not that good like if you're looking for a superhero like if you're looking for a superhero superhero movie that's good and enjoyable totally recommend it but if you're looking for like a superhero movie that's like mind-blowing like blow your socks off like i recommend like winter soldier or dark knight or one of those films but it is enjoyable it is good it does have some things i picked up there are some fun parts the comedy is good ultron's a really really fun villain and like especially if you're watching if you're watching this for the first time if you've never seen this before, I recommend watching it because it's like a really, really good first movie to watch because of the villain of Ultron. Um, but if you've seen it before, the rewatchability, I would say give it a few years in between rewatches because I had rewatched this recently. I'll just keep going super quick. <laughs> I would rewatched it very, very recently, but it had been a long time since I had rewatched it the last time. And it was like, because it was new and I had kind of forgotten it, it was really refreshing and it was fun and it was different. But this time having rewatched it like, two months ago three months ago yeah. it wasn't fun like, it was fun but it wasn't as, as fun it it ruined the film for me if that makes sense yeah so would i recommend it situationally okay fair enough okay all right that brings me to my minute right yeah all right my minute spoiler wall so this movie it's i feel like every phase two movie we've watched it's like the same for me it's been a while since i've seen this um like there are like the first scene, I was like, I don't remember any of this. Which so it made it very interesting for me. Like, what it felt like I was almost watching it for the first time. But this movie, I think, does a really good job of just introducing good versus evil, mm. and it introduces kind of like new concepts that you don't really see in other movies. Um, it is a little bit more hard to follow. Um, there are certain um, plot twists and key points that. I feel like are definitely a lot more like intricate or complex and stuff. So if you're like if you want to watch this casually, it's a little harder to follow. Um, but I definitely think it's critical to the whole MC universe, and it's a lot of fun to watch the first time. But watching it times after that, I feel like kind of loses its joy or like I don't know goodness. But I would recommend this, um, even if it's been a while since you you've watched this. But yeah. It's, I just gotta say, you said MC Universe. Did I really? <laughs> I mean, it works. It's not incorrect. It's MC just like, Universe. It's just like what? Yeah. Wow. I'm just, like, I guess I'm just way confused. Like that, that's just the same like Washington D. Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> or like TTY later. <laughs> wow. Anyhow. Okay. Here's my minute. I uh, this movie. I have to kind of. I'm going to sit alone on the island here. I actually, this movie, I think is a good one. I enjoyed it. I will say this. 
I, to put this movie in a, fra- in a phrase or a sentence, this movie gets you talking, if that makes sense. You watch the movie, and then you I want to discuss it after the movie. And that and maybe that's just part of the point of like where I, I enjoy the MCU and or the MCU universe, and I want to d- just talk about it and compare things. But like, it just there's it leaves you with some questions. Um, people can take it as confusing. I take it as like I'm interested. I want to know a little bit more, so I want to watch it again and kind of slow it down and chat about it. But it's I will say this um, as far as the rating goes. PG-13, it's pretty good, divi- it stays with violence, but the violence isn't, like, traumatizing, I'd say. Um, there's some innuendos. Um, when I first watched this movie, well, the, fir- the first two, mo- I'll finish real quick. Uh, the first two times I watched this movie, I didn't catch those. I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't find them out until someone pointed them out. So there's some there, and, but other than that, it's a pretty, it's pretty good for a family, I'd say. Um... I'd say more adult, like not like small kids and stuff, because it's just so confusing. But yeah, that's my spoiler wall. All right, so that's a spoiler. That's the the basement bin spoiler wall. So I guess if you're in the mood for it, go watch it, and then come back and listen to our regular scheduled program because we're clearly got a lot to say about it. Um, but for those who are listening straight through, first off, thank you. Um, indulge us while we just have some brief announcements. We'll be back after this break. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, this is here we are. We're at, I can't remember what number of podcast or episode we're at right now. It's number 21st. Are you serious? Yeah, number 21st. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Legitimately? I think so because I was looking at the different podcasts and like the episodes we have. And yeah, Captain America the Winter Soldier was our 20th. Here we go. What? I think so. Let me double check. What? We got to check on this. No way. We got to like stand by here. How did we not this like How did we not like make that a big deal? We have 19 episodes. Wait, oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cuz the hey, spoiler wall. Look at the number 20. This is it. This nice. is episode 20. Two zero. Double decade. This is mm. a double decade podcast. There we go. Ooh, I like that. Way cool. Guys, did you think we we're going to get to 20? I mean, like I know like we're not like making money for this, but genuinely it's cool to see this like genuinely because i'm the type of person that constantly is stopping and starting projects and then like life happens and sometimes like as much as you want to continue a project and it means a lot to you like you can't continue to work on it and i was expecting that to happen a lot sooner like maybe it will still happen and there'll come a point where like we may have to like take a break like next week then we're gonna be late spoilers we're gonna be late next week because <laughs> i have to work like crazy but like i was expecting it to just like fall apart to the point where it was like we just got so behind that it just died and never revived. So we made it to twenty. Never yeah, twenty. Dude. That's a milestone because there's a. It. We all know that one milestone that we always make of like wanting to work out more or to have a sort of hobby, and you start it f- and then it just kind of just dies like a New Year's Eve revolution resolution. And this is really good that we made it this far, and I'm glad everybody is just staying with us. So thank you. Glad you didn't give up on us or got tired of us talking and stuck with it so we do want to say that we've seen all you guys download our you know our content has been fantastic we continue to ask that you do it's amazing to see that and we need your help in just spreading the word and spreading the the love and just expanding our community or expanding our circle because we love the people's different points of view on this movie and on any kind of movie we watch or recommendations or their input so 
you know, keep on chugging along. This has been fantastic, and we love this. We don't. We certainly do not want to end it, even though we mentioned that. You know, it could end, but we don't. We want to keep pushing through this. This has been a fantastic journey and an awesome thing to do. Wonderful habit, and we want to keep pushing that. Yeah. So follow up to my saying how I thought it would crash and burn. I don't think it will anymore. Like I thought that it would happen at like ten. Like we just get so busy and then stay busy and just die. But now I like I feel like we enjoy it so much and like are so consistent with it that it's not gonna stop. Yeah. Like, Which I'm so grateful for and it's so exciting. Yeah, to be honest, like there have been times when so we try and do our podcast like on the same day every week, but sometimes we have like things going on, we change it like we'll go maybe ten days between podcasts instead of like a week. And not gonna lie, it's like I feel like really weird when like it's been a long time like we haven't done a podcast. Yeah. Like I actually genuinely look forward to this, and it's, like, become a part of my routine now. Like, guys, if you think, if we've done this, if this is our 20th episode, so I, I that means we've done this for, like, 20 weeks. I think it's only, like, whoa, like 16 weeks because the spoiler wall is, like, okay. two episodes, yeah. technically. I was trying to check, but I don't have it pulled up here. So but, like, still, 15, yeah. 16 weeks? That's a long time. Like, that's consistency, that's guys. I mean, so it's like, like, am I right about that? Three months? I mean, like, looking at this, a little more, going it? back yeah. to, like, our very first episode that I have recorded, August 1st is when we started. August 1st when we started. Holy and we're God. at the end of November, guys. That's a decently long time. Yeah. Good for us! Heck <laughs> yeah. Quick applause. That slow clap. Yeah, but seriously, I think this has, like, become a part of my routine. And when we, like, don't do it on the, like, the week thing, I just feel really weird. It's like, wow, it's, like, been a long time. It's, like, been too long since we've watched a movie and we just talked about it. Yeah. yeah, like I genuinely like like those times where it's that that ten day stretch. I I get this urge. I need to watch a movie and talk about it. But then I go to talk to Sam. She's like, okay, like you watch a movie so and it's what? just like, oh yeah, I liked it. And the conversation ends there. You're like, well, what about the binge points? What? <laughs> did you what 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 poison? What poison are you picking? Or like I asked my wife, like, did she cinematography in that? What? It's like I'll re because we have Disney Plus. I'll rewind the movie and we're watching like a goofy movie. Like, see the cinematography when they're in like. The, the the canyon on like they're sitting on the car and it's like kind of like gloomy and like rusty so it's like showing like kind of giving up and stuff and she's like oh my gosh I didn't even realize that like why do you look for that just watch the movie that is watching the movie <laughs> <laughs> that is watching the movie so it's 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 funny to kind of think about it and realize that this is a habit and it, it feels good honestly it's like an accomplishment being able to continue this being this consistent yeah. So thanks for thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Please keep doing that. And have a the, you, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be like later. But like, have a good thing, Thanksgiving. Later. Yeah, Thanksgiving is tomorrow for us. So everybody enjoying Thanksgiving. Yeah, and your holiday season. Catch a couple touchdowns for me. Turkey bowl. And if you this is after Thanksgiving, then I hope you had one. Had a good one. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. I think that goes into our two cents. So, actually, we do got to do a rundown of our program, Harrison. Oh, yeah. I, we can't forget that. Very important. We start with our two cents, two minutes, we get a knee-jerk reaction. All spoilers are free reign now, followed by Pick Your Poison, which is our personal ranking system and our MCU rankings. Um, then binge points, which are the fun de- Easter eggs and details, least and likes, and lastly, fall in the messages and meanings themes for our sixth grade book report if you will <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if i get a good there grade on these to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, all right guys so i'm gonna start us off with our two cents i'm <laughs> um, k the letter rip all right avengers age of ultron 
or something something episode. I don't know what number it is, but this movie. Did we just say it's the twentieth episode? I don't know. We're we're like jumping around, like twentieth episode, but also like I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. yeah anyways, two cents. So I think this movie's really fun. Like it has like a lot of cool action in it. Like we're talking about the bad guy lifts up a city out of the earth and like turns it into a meteor. Like come on, how much cooler like can you get? That's like way cool plot. Like this is a one of kind movie, one of a kind movie where you don't see stuff like this. I mean, there might be say like the good guy creates the villain or whatever, but I just think this is a one of a kind movie and it's totally awesome to watch. Um, I will say, I w- got super confused. Like, the whole dynamic between Ultron and Vision, I'm kind of like, wait, what? So that's, like, kind of hard for me to process. I'm still trying to figure that out, and I'm sure we'll, like, talk into it more later. Um, but I think this is a great movie in terms of, like, establishing the, the dynamic and the relationship between the Avengers. Like, continuing it from the first one, like the first Avengers. Um... But kind of like weird side now. All of a sudden, like Natasha and Ugh. like the Hulk is like all of a sudden they're just like smoochy smooch and like so that's like a kind of like kind of out of the blue. But the rest of the movie, I think I really enjoyed. Um, the fighting is awesome. You kind of have like the similar, um, you know, save the world. Like we got to protect the civilians, destroy the army, and defeat the bad guy. But it's still fun to watch. I totally enjoyed this. Um, like I said in the spoiler wall, if you weren't listening, this is the first time, I, the second time I've ever watched this movie, and it has been a while since it came out, so I didn't remember a whole lot. But so it was like watching it the first time. Um, but yeah, this is a very fast-paced movie. You kind of you have to pay attention. You cannot miss a single scene because each one is super important to the whole movie, and it sets up a ton for later movies. Um, so that's really cool to watch. Look for like binge points and stuff like that. But I like this movie. It was good. All right, I'll start with my two cents. Okay, this movie has so many references to before and after and during and what's going to happen in the movie and foreshadowing and foreshadowing and foreshadowing. And if I haven't said that yet, foreshadowing. It's so overwhelming. And I've watched this movie all the way through, I think, from like beginning to end, I think once. And the other times I have, it's bits here, bits there. That I've, In total, I have watched the movie a total of three times, including that, you know, broken down part but i've also watched um scenes on youtube like the creation of vision the point where they all sit down they talk about who can lift the hammer and how you're worthy and stuff and also the breakdown of the relationship between bruce banner and natasha and the and the visions and all that stuff and it's it's a lot to comprehend but i kind of liked it because i'm at this because i'm at this point where i've watched all the infinity saga and i've i loved it and I want to go back and kind of just like watch it through again and just really dive into it and find all the meanings and stuff. Cause people are saying that there's like, this is not cinema. It's just kind of superhero movies and it sucks. Like for example, my mom boycotts these movies now because she just like can't stand anymore. And just like, it's just, it feels rhetorical to her, which I strongly disagree with her with that. You know, I love her, but no, but like it's, I want to talk about, it. I want to find the meanings on all the references within this movie. Cause it, I think it's just this, it's like the middle of a spider web almost with this movie. That's that's the best way I can explain it. But it's got a storyline that like gets you hooked, and I think they wanted with this movie, they tried to shift, change, change gears and have a different kind of vibe to it, but also have the same one that we still love. But there's like the love. There's a love story in this, like like a solid love story that's like kind of 
more of a Hollywood kind of a feel. So maybe they're trying to draw more, draw in more of an audience. But I still like this movie. I still enjoy it. It's entertaining because it's complicated. All right, my two cents. I'm last. The hardest part. Okay, I enjoy this film. It's definitely entertaining, um, but it's just. Uh, it's not really just, it's not good to rewatch. I'm just going to say that. Having watched it so f- recently, like Kelton said in his, like, so much of the enjoyment out of this is, like, the kind of intense and, like, almost powerful villain that Ultron is, both in the his power, but also, like, that he takes up a city into the sky. And, like, I remember watching this, like, oh, my gosh, like, people are going to die. Like, there's no way that they can win. Like, something bad is going to happen. Like, they're either going to die the people on the rock, the city that's flying are going to have to die, or the people down below are going to, then like, but then knowing that they win and it's just kind of like, nothing really happens, it's just like, oh, okay, it like loses the grasp it had on me, having rewatched it, and anyway, uh, the romance, I'll get into that later, <laughs> not a fan whatsoever, um, I wish there was more of Ultron, James Spader did so good of Ultron, he's probably the best part of this movie, Ultron, he's just so fun, James Spader killed it. But it was, I agree with Kate, it's a really good, like, spider web and, like, a huge part of the MCU. It's so crucial to everything else that happens later with the Infinity Saga, meaning, like, the Infinity Stones, but also just, like, new characters and character arcs and how they branch off. Um, It's a good team-up movie, um, and team-up movies are kind of unique, and especially at this point in Hollywood of having it made. Um, And, like, there's a lot of pressures that were on Josh Whedon to make it, and I can see that now having rewatched it so many times but it's fun it's fun to enjoy it's fun to like enjoy the build-up that it had for the future mcu mcu movies and what was happening there and like wakanda and references to that and vision paul bentley's amazing so it's definitely fun to enjoy if you love the mcu it's really really enjoyable that it really is fast-paced and like i would like to be able to go back to a specific moment and watch that scene for the purpose of understanding that scene instead of trying to watch the whole movie for the understanding of the whole movie. You know what I mean? Like some of those scenes were just like so intense, yeah. especially in the dialogue that I'm like, I just want to go back and rewatch the scene for the purpose of understanding the scene because trying to watch the whole movie, it like you lose, you know, I'm, I'm rambling, but overall I enjoyed it. So that was my two and a half minutes. <laughs> but we'll move on to Pick Your Poison and ranking. I'll go first. So Pick Your Poison, this is our rating scale. The very worst we can choose is never, ever watch again. Then above that, slightly above that, is streaming, where you know if it was on a streaming service that you already have, you'd just spend your time watching it if you were looking for something. The step above that is where you would go out and pay money to rent it on Redbox or Vudu, wherever. And then top of the list is buy. Um, because you love it, you want to, you're going to spend even more money on it, and you're going to rewatch it multiple times. Would I buy this movie? Uh, yeah, I, I would buy it. Uh, the, it being a part of the MCU really kind of affects my ranking of it being a buy. So if I were to take it completely out of the MCU and say this was just like a sequel, you know, because clearly it can't be a standalone film, but if it was just a sequel, I would rent it. Like, I'd be willing to spend money on it and watch it if I was in the mood, but it'd be years between time of watching it. Um, like but, a point where, like, I don't remember what this happens in this movie. So yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, oh, man, I remember I remember a few years ago I enjoyed Age of Ultron. I don't remember it too much. I'm going to watch it. You know, and I'd, go, I'd be willing to spend money on it. And I'd enjoy my money, and it'd be worthwhile. Um, but I have already bought it because it's part of the MCU, and that 
I'm a collector, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I would, I, I would slightly in between buy and rent is where I would put it. Okay. I say I would buy this about bass for my own pleasure because it's a movie that I want to, like, break down and, like, have, like, my notebook out and just, like, or I, I like, have my phone on and kind of just, like, look through what people say and, like, try to find it and, like, go through meanings of what each scene is because it's, it's so it's so complex. It's got all these back doors and explanations. Like I mentioned, I'm kind of repeating myself here, but I'd buy it for my own pleasure just for that reason, because I want to just figure out what they're trying to say in this movie. Cause part of me th- thinks that this movie was, it was like the, it was an Avengers movie, but behind the scenes, it was, it was kind of a black widow, Hulk Hawkeye movie, like those three guys and vision, you know? Because at this point, all the major characters have had a movie, right? But these guys don't, they've been introduced in, what was it, Iron Man 2 and... Well, I would add the Hulk to that as well. Yeah, Hulk. Because he's he was introduced in, re-int- reintroduced in the Avengers movie. And this, and he, he was, they, was, they were given a scene to him to, uh, to explain his backstory, but this movie kind of went along more that they're superheroes, they're kind of doing their quote-unquote job, and they're trying to live a normal life, but they can't really. And so I'll talk get more into that later, but I, that's what I got from that, and so I want to dive into that more because I don't feel like I get enough of Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Hulk. So that's maybe the reason why I would want to buy it for myself. Right. Um, as far as rankings go, I had this right in the middle. I had this at eleven. Uh, no, that's Kelton's. Yeah, I had this at number 11, right in the middle. I think that's where it's going to stay because it's all the other moves that we're continuing to watch for, as we go further into this have been my personal favorites. And that's what I feel like as far as you want to say, like, if you want to compare it to other movies in the MCU, it sits in the middle because it doesn't suck. Like Thor Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> or, in, in the, or I actually correct myself to take that back. Like the Incredible Hulk doesn't suck that much, but it's a point where it's a solid movie, but it kind of lost its swing, you know. But yeah, that's why I gotta say. All right, my pick, my poison. I would say this is a movie where I only watch like streaming. Like if I'm bored, I got nothing else to do, and it comes up, I'd like stream it, just because I I totally agree with what you said, Harrison. Like. This is a movie where you'd watch it like a long time in between it because it, I, if I were to watch this again right now, I'd just be like, oh, like I wouldn't no. get a whole lot out of it. <laughs> so th- yeah, like I, I was looking forward to this movie before we started because it had been a while and I enjoyed it watching it, but I know it's just the kind of movie where you can't like sit down and just like rewatch it again, like super quick. So, um, yeah. And I don't know if I'd spend money to watch this again, like knowing I know the general idea of what happens in the movie. Um, so yeah, but in my uh, rankings, I had this one, I believe it at 10. That's like here for you. We got you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You had there it at 10. Go. Yeah, I had it at 10. Um, I think that's going to drop, to be honest, because I remember, well, just watching some of the movies we have, I remember thinking, like, wow, this is better than I remembered. And this one wasn't. It didn't leave up to live up to my own expectation of how good it was based on my memory, so I think that might drop, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but in terms of, like, phases, um, in phase two, I had this ranked at number four of six, so that might change. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah. 
Oh, I forgot to re review my ranking. I'm kind of embarrassed. I put this at number seven. Whoa. This film was in my top ten. Oh, wow. I, I remember ranking this, and it was like right after I had rewatched this in a long time. When it, when's so? When's the first time? So you watched this like last week? No, no, no. I watched it for the first time like because I didn't see it in theaters. I think it was like sometime in 2017. And then like earlier this year, I rewatched it. I was like, I remember I really enjoyed that. But like, it, okay, 2017, I just come home from serving a mission and like I had only seen a few of the MCU movies. And I was like, people said that they didn't like Age of Ultron. I wonder why. So like I went and specifically watched it for that. But I was like so out of the loop with everything else that it didn't make any sense. I was just like, that was weird. And then later rewatched the other MCU movies and like got back in the loop. And then I was like, I'm going to go rewatch Age of Ultron. And that was this year that I watched it a few months ago. And so like, for that reason, I really enjoyed it. And then, like, knowing that people generally didn't like it, I wanted to root for it as an underdog and be one of those people that, like, likes it despite everybody else disliking it. I'm generally like that when it comes to movies. Like, side note, I generally like to put the prequels to Star Wars, all three of them, in my top ten just because, like, it blows people's mind. They get really irritated. And then, like, <laughs> I enjoy liking things that people don't like, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, also, good. like, I also enjoy enjoying things that are, are good. But anyway... Um, so yeah, making this list, I remember like having that perception of like Age of Ultron deserves better, like, and like putting it really high. Having rewatched it, man, that's that's like crashing, burning low, like not at the bottom of the list, but it's it's gonna go pretty low. It's gonna drop. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the movies below it and just like, really? <laughs> okay, but scrolling down to the, I'm just scrolling down to Phase Two. Oh my gosh, this is number two. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is like oh. now this this your list. Looking at here, this is Guardians of the Galaxy is at number five, and that's like that's just because I hadn't watched it, so it was defaulted to the bottom because I had never seen it. If you guys have have heard that from our past episodes, so a lot of things will change up with Harrison's list, but it's. I remember past episodes, you were so like such an advocate for Age of Ultron, like it was it's one of my top favorites. I mean. That's what you say all the time, but like you were you were big on that one, so it was so yeah. I get what you're coming from there. I think it's I think it's that it 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 doesn't have good rewatchability for me, and that's a huge part of part of my ranking for this list. Like it's a good film, I really enjoy it. I will watch it again. I know that, um, but it doesn't have great rewatchability. Like for example, Tron. I I rave about the movie. I watch that movie every year. Never get sick of it. I love it every time. It's like the best day of my life when it comes to watch Tron. <laughs> Age of Ultron, maybe five years from now, I'll rewatch it. <laughs> like, you can rewatch it. It just doesn't hold that rewatchability that some movies do for me. And that's a huge part of enjoying movies for me is rewatchability. So, kind of like I Am Legend. I don't know if anybody's watched that with Scott Will Smith in it. The first time watching it is like mind blowing. The second time, it's like. You know everything's coming. Yo, I completely disagree. I love I Am Legend. Okay. I could watch yeah. that like <laughs> once a week. So shut your mouth. This movie had great rewatchability until I rewatched it. And now it doesn't. So it's fallen to the bottom of my list most likely. Okay. Near the bottom. Anyway, that was really long. All right. This is our segment. The binge points. The references. The in, the callbacks. The throwbacks. The future, future backs. Whatever you want to call it. This is where we talk about the little him, little hidden gems. Um, there is a ton That's of like stuff. The whole, like the whole purpose of this yeah. movie. Yeah, like Sorry. I thought Guardian the Guardians of the Galaxy had tons of references. And I say this could argue references to Ralph Breaks the Internet. The amount. Yeah. 
but just for just solely for the just solely for the MC just inside the bubble of the MCU just references all of that stuff not like yeah, yeah there's not huge references like outside of the MC universe but like in that little bubble it's just like so much foreshadowing and references I just want to point out one reference that is just so cool for the movie especially after Avengers or Avengers Endgame when it does like the title reveal I almost call it the title crawl but like the title card that's what it's called you know opening scene that boom like avengers or avengers endgame and like the sound and the the style of it is so like victorious and like just awesome this one like the avengers it's almost like they're being defeated by ultron and like it turns from avengers to age of ultron and it just like is a turn to truly like his reign and his power which is just cool it fits the movie really well yeah, I mean, I, I really like the reference to all the Infinity Stones. Like, I feel like this is the movie where that really starts to, like, get traction. Because in the other ones, you know, you see references to other Infinity Stones. But this is one they're, where they explicitly state that, like, right at the end, Thor's talking to Tony and Captain America. And he's like, you know, we're just, this is someone else's game. And, like, we're just pawns in it right now. And, like, because he's like, oh, that's, like, four Infinity Stones in the last couple years. So, like, stuff is happening outside, like, our field of view, and someone's controlling stuff. So, like, that's huge foreshadowing to later movies. So Triple thought, Yahtzee. Triple Yahtzee, baby. <laughs> that was a little awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's huge foreshadowing. But even Kate and I were, were saying how, like, and then I'll let him point out the specific moments, but just, like, the character, the individual moments, whether it's the dreams or other moments in the film, and, like, the foreshadowing to their character arcs and their stories later in the MCU, they're later... It's just, like, man, they really had this planned out. And, like, I will say this, I think this is a good section for these references. So Josh Whedon, the director of both Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, apparently, I don't read too much into it because it just makes me sad, because apparently the restrictions for lack of a better word like the the parameters he had to work in with both like what the movie could do but also setting up the future of the mcu and like staying within the limits of the story that the mcu wanted to tell was like so intense for him that it made him quit working for the mcu which is sad like like so bad that he like it was like horrible for him he talks about how it was just awful i mean good for him he made two really good films and like especially in this film he did a great like a phenomenal job at balancing all those things like you got to introduce vision you got to have all these story arcs for black widow and the hulk and like the set up thanos and the infinity stones and introduce wanda and pietro and then kill pietro and then like a story for hawkeye and like you have to balance all this stuff and, like that's a lot of work it's just kind of like sad that he was under so much pressure but you can tell that that it was there because it it was executed well so I'm looking at these references here because I can't really point out the specific ones, but this was a huge one. I didn't realize this, but each nightmare that each Avengers has represents an Infinity Stone. What? Whoa. Number one, in Tony Stark's vision, it represents space. In the introduction, he, like the color scheme is a blue tint, represents the space stone. Wait, wait, wait. I want to guess these. Can I try and guess them? Because I haven't read this article. So So let's guess. So let's talk Tony Stark's stream. Space stone. It's in space, and it's showing a vision of the power of the space stone of, like, moving between worlds. And it's, um, what am I saying? And it's blue, very blue-tinted. Yeah, cinematography is blue. Uh, to, uh, Captain Rogers. Captain Ro- Steve Rogers. His was 
was it yellow or was it red? Just I can't. I'm trying to remember. Hold on, let me let me remember. So his is either the Mind Stone. I'm gonna say his is the Mind Stone. Am I right? Am I going in the right direction, or is it the Power Stone? Wrong. It's the Reality Stone, actually. Oh, I was I I was I was thinking Reality Stone, but I said Power Stone. I apologize. Yeah, Reality Stone. That makes sense because like he questions his ability to have a reality outside of war. That's true. And, he ta- and it talks about how he's a soldier out of time and that he it's a different alternate reality as if he didn't get trapped in the ice and he gets his dance with Pepper with Peggy Carter. That's the different reality. Okay. And then Thor's his must be the Mind Stone, is it? No. It's the Soul Stone. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm failing. You're one for three, dude. Okay. <laughs> the, the easy one that he told us. <laughs> Thor's nightmare is limited with orange colors, which represents the soul stone. After watching Infinity War, it's clear the soul stone is associated with death. Thus, Thor is shown the prophecy that sets up Ragnarok. Heimdall blames Thor for causing the destruction of Asgard and its people. Hence, he keeps much like death, like you will kill us all because you're Odin's son and stuff like that. That's that's what that one is. Okay, Hulk. Oh, let me remember. Oh, his has to be the Mind Stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only one. Because, like, mind his Mind Stone is, like, he's seen something in his mind that's manipulating him and, and making him Hulk <laughs> um, rage. Um, and just, like, the negative effects that has on him and his perception of how people see him. And it's actually really sad. Okay, Black Widow. Oh, what is hers? Oh, it's the room. Hers. The red room. It's is it the power stone? It's the time stone. How is that the time stone? <laughs> I was like really thinking about it. I was like, it wasn't green at all. Oh, actually, it was kind of green. Uh-huh. It's kind of a. But it's a very stone. fainted green tint. How is, how is that the time stone? What does it have to do with time? Her nightmare is a flashback to her Soviet training and reveals a lot about her tortured backstory. Therefore, we're shown a glimpse of her past, which is an attribute of the time stone. The rumors heavily applying that black. Widow's prequel is the production of for Phase Four, so maybe the Nightmare is foreshadowing the events of that movie. I'll have to wait and see, but it's talking about how I mentioned flashback to her past, but also she's they mentioned that, um, like the grand ceremony where she is like she's now sterile, she can't have any kids. Is she's not she's out of she's taken out of the world is what I remember based on my own, on my own words. So like she's out of time, sort of say, but it's kind of like a flashback to her past. Okay, That's last Infinity really Stone nice. is Scarlet Witch. When he tu- when she touches, um, Ultron's like body, body, body. like oh, it is body. A, it's the Power Stone. I got it. <laughs> Correct. That's the Power Stone. Oh, probably just because of like the power of the Power Stone to destroy a world. Yeah, because he it foreshadows what she sees in, in Ultron destruction and. It a glimpse of Vision, uh, considered to be the most powerful Avenger. He's, he kills Ultron Prime, picks up Thor's hammer, and has the Mind Stone in his head, literally. So, and it's a purplish tint. Hmm. Wow, that is. That is see, like, look at these. I just like look at the the, the parameters that Josh Whedon like had to establish this stuff, and like this is clearly this is not accidental. This isn't just somebody writing a clever article. Like this is clearly intentional and planned out. And that's intense. I just, I just really respect Josh Whedon for the work that went into building up. Unlike the way it builds up for Wakanda and Claw yeah. and who he is, without ruining anything about Black Panther. 
But also, if you know the story of Wakanda and Black Panther, you're like, oh, and you can like hear the Wakanda music playing. Hey, <laughs> Bombay! Wakanda forever! And he's, oh, it chills every time. But there's, there's the common one where uh, Tony Stark gets on that, his little soapbox, and he says, up there, that's the end game. That's, you know, that's a reference Lots toward to the that. very end. And also, the point where Captain America says, you could have saved us, you could have, like, tried harder which that's a, that's a reference toward infinity war that he of showing uh, foreshadowing of infinity war that he didn't try as hard and foreshadowing of endgame that he gave his all and he can finally rest wow that's way cool that's just the and from what this article is saying that's just the major references then you have all the references that like vision is and who he is and how he comes about and like man I don't know if I want to talk about this now or later. I'll talk about it now. When Vision, like, he first comes to life, and then he, like, goes to attack Thor, and then he just, like, flies against the window, and he just, like, sits there and, like, thinks for a moment. First off, Paul Bettany, perfect for the role. I don't know if it was a plan all along for him to be Jarvis and then become Vision, but he deserves it. He's perfect for it. Um, bring him back. But, yeah, just, like, that whole scene was so interesting and, like, seeing the the way that he's like Ultron, but not Ultron. This isn't even a binge point. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But other binge points we have, or are we ready to move on? Oh, here's the quote from uh, Black Widow's vision. The ceremony is necessary for you to take your place in the world. Nat replies, I have no place in the world. Her instructor, her instructor responds, exactly. So it's foreshad- So it shows her past and shows that her future is like there's nothing there. Okay. Whoa. So that's just kind of the big ones. One other one I want to point out was in Tony's Tony's vision. You see this uh, Tony's uh, Captain Steve Rogers. His shield is split in half. That's a reference toward the Civil War. No, not even that. It's split. This is a huge Endgame spoil for Endgame. But we're just going to talk about it. If you haven't seen that movie, sorry, it's about to be spoiled. That shield is broken in the exact same way it's broken by Thanos. Like the same shape. It's the exact same break, which is so cool. There, then there's like the Easter egg of the the um, the uh, bow and arrow with the target in Hawkeye's barn, which is the same one in Endgame. There's the, the Easter egg of like Nick Fury. Okay, pay attention. Everyone go watch this scene where Nick Fury is talking to the Avengers at Hawkeye's barn. And he says, "We, you guys had ever, you had tech everywhere. You were whatever. Says something about how they were so great and had eyes and ears everywhere." And he says, "And now we're here, back on Earth." Nick Fury has never been to space before. Endgame slash Spider Man Far From Home. Nick Fury. Yeah, he's never been in space. Name a movie where he was in space that happened before Age of Ultron. No. Captain Marvel. Did he go, Did to, he go to space? Yeah, there was no. that thing up above well, the he Earth. Never went was he space. there? He got. On the way up there, well, he got scratched in the eye by the cat. Oh, well, that was like the satellite, the hidden satellite. But I don't okay, know if you man, count that, that as like space. Okay, well, that's going to ruin what I'm about to say. That's in the human parameters of like what space is, so maybe I could take that back. I don't know, but it, you just but you just listen to the whole conversation. I wish I would have wrote down the dialogue. Um, but it, it just seems, and I was hoping, I remember when Endgame was about to come out, and I knew that time travel was going to be in it. I was like, that scene in Age of Ultron is going to be huge. Like, that's a Nick Fury from the future. But then it wasn't. But just like, I don't know what that is, but that scene's huge. But there's just like crazy small details. We already mentioned Wakanda. Um, there's something else I was going to say, and I forgot. 
Oh, yeah, I was talking about this last time. So follow up to my complaint about in the Winter Soldier where I said I felt like the shield, not much happened there. Like shield ended and then it just was back. And, yep, it happened. Like, at the beginning, they were hinting about how Maria Hill works for Tony Stark now, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't anything. Like, it's the uh, it's the Avengers thing now. But then they come back with a helicarrier, and Pietro was even like, is this what S.H.I.E.L.D. is? Like, they got rid of it just to bring it back in a different version. Like, come on. Add some weight to that. Let it be, but... These aren't... I'm, I'm so lost. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. And we can go on and on about it. Um... I'd say you got to look at it again and see all the hints yeah, and stuff. You got to look at the movie again in order to catch everything and all those really big ones. Um, did you mention that the the bow and the arrow target? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, so, we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. Um, and we'll move forward to our next segment. Which is least and likes, everybody. This is when we talk about our favorite scene and pretty much our least favorite scene. So I'll start us off. We'll go with our dislikes, and then we'll wrap around with our favorites. So my least favorite scene, um, I don't know if it's a scene, but just like an idea in the movie is like the whole love story. Ah, you stole my... Like, I think that's ugh, like what... It's garbage. Yeah, what, <laughs> it's out of the blue. All of a sudden it's like, oh, they kind of like each other. But then like in later movies, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. We're good. But then, okay, think about Avengers. Remember... Black Widow's previous interaction with the Hulk. He almost killed her, and she had, like, PTSD. She was sitting there having an anxiety attack. It's like, suddenly you're in love with him? Like, no big deal. Like, you almost killed me. But, but like, out suddenly of the I have blue, the ability to calm just you down. some weird like, dynamic, and then, yeah. That was just weird. I did not like funny. that one. And I feel like so much of the, the story arc of Hulk and Black Widow can be accomplished without that. I agree. Like, everything in this movie that that relationship provides to their arc which is really great it's a pretty good arc that relationship was not necessary for yeah it just felt like this weird like junior high school fling that's like <laughs> not important whatsoever and then like in the end both kind of like wish it never happened you're saying okay yeah it's well there's that one kiss to satisfy all those like cheesy people who like love love stories and you but watch hallmark every day but it turns out that natasha was just doing that to get him to the edge and push him off so it's like was it even Wait, was there, he though? was that her goal this whole entire the whole entire movie pretty though? much dude like, i don't, I don't think that's no well not so. just not just for that but like in that moment i feel like she only smooched him to get him close so she could push him off the freaking ledge so he could turn into hulk and then go cam maybe that's why hulk left was like oh, it was just like the she kind of stabbed him in the back he's like all right bye bye felicia uh, so yeah so i second that's also my least favorite I'll I'll do like a follow up one. It was gonna be my honor, honorable mention for release. When Voltron or when Ultron and also uh, Vision come to life, what, what, particularly when Vision comes to life, it's not that I dislike the scene. Like the scene's really cool, and the way the Avengers react is cool. But like the, the, some of the things he says is just like what it just like goes over my head. It's just hard to follow. Like like his whole reference to like I am like really. For those who don't get it, that's like a biblical reference to like Jesus Christ. So it was just... well, I don't think he was trying to get to that point. I think well, it was yeah, it was more of like I am. This, this I am. movie like actually a, I am like me. A it's kind of like more, more like a polite, like a general. I don't know because like this, this, I will say this movie surprisingly like referenced God. Yeah, the like Bible a lot, a lot like Noah, Noah and and, and, Noah and, and then the, upon this foundation I'll build my or upon upon this rock I'll build my church. I was like, it's just like what? <laughs> but yeah, that whole scene with Vision, I, it was just hard to follow. 
Like, it's good. I That was when I was saying earlier that, that I wish I want to go back and focus on one scene for the purpose of understanding the scene. It's that one. Because I feel like there's really, really... Where he cuts off Claw's arm? No, 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 no. That when Vision comes to life for the first that time. Okay. Like, I, like, there's just so much in it that yes. it, like... And I'm trying to understand the whole movie that, like, I can't focus on what he's saying and then it just goes over my head. It go, I got lost so quick, and I was just like, okay, they're talking. He's going to pick up the hammer, and then they're going to go fight Ultron. Like, I'm just going to just kind of... Yeah, he's, like, talking about, like, the dynamic between Ultron and him. I just don't get, like... like how Ultron's suffering and in pain. Yeah, and it's, and it's like, like, how the freak do you know that? And it's like, how come... Yeah, how does he know that? How come... How does he know Because well, te- he is Ultron, technically? Because it's, like, he is Ultron envisioned, but he's with the Mind Stone instead of... <laughs> yeah, I'm no, just confused with like, what makes Ultron Ultron and what makes like Vision Vision. Like I don't get like so the dynamic Ultron that like the Mind Stone. Yeah. Uh, Vision is the Mind Stone and Jarvis, I think. Yeah, I just don't get like so how come Ultron like went bad like he just like ooh and like went crazy or just like Yeah, like immediately. It, it was just super well, weird. Well, the way Ultron was made, it was it's purely the Mind Stone, yes? Uh, Ultron's I made from know, the Mind Stone cuz it was cuz they tried to like it was Mindstone with Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, and then AI and the ability to come to his own conclusions, and then he decided that the Avengers needed to go. Where like Vision is the Mindstone, Doctor Chow or whatever her name is, Thor's magic lightning, so the- vibranium, Ultron, and Jarvis. So was it the yeah. lightning that made the difference? I just don't get like what it. Yeah, I know like everyone who like made them and like like what their components are. I just don't get like. What brings him to that school of thought? Like, why do they think that they like what they do? Like, it was just, well, and maybe, it kind of talks about it, but I just thought it was like super it was complicated. And maybe it was a point where it was like trying. They're trying to make so they they made Ultron. They screwed up. He's like this hostile guy. So they said, let's make let's do Ultron again, but take out the hostile crazy guy. So it kind of made him more human, of more compassionate. Yeah, but Vision, Vision wasn't like, oh, I'm a good guy. He's still just like on the fence, just like, like I just I'm, don't I'm get that, that. like. Just, like, all of a sudden you create a conscience and, like, they're already on, like, a side and, like, they already have, like, their, like, belief. But then, like, Ultron, but then, like, Vision isn't on a side. Like, he's still discovering it at the same time. Yes. It's just, like, it's just, like, deep that it's just hard to follow. Yeah, and, and it's not, like, explicitly stating, like, the reasons or the answers to them. So you're just kind of left to, like, okay, I think this. Like, kind of like what we're doing now, so. Like, there's always know. that. My head hurts, so I'm just not going to. There's always, that, like, in every movie that has an artificial intelligence, they always say that humans are destroying themselves, therefore they need to be put in, in place or destroyed, one of those two. And because Ultron says they're doomed at the very end, and Vision's like, yes. But that's why they're beautiful. Like, what? Like, how, how does it go from, like, like, go from, like, like, you are programmed. You are a program to, like, your purpose is to protect the human race. Like, yes, you have the ability to think and come to your own conclusions, but like, what? Like, how do you go from protect them to kill them all? Like, yeah. like, I, like Thanos. Like, maybe going to the point of Thanos. Like, that's, I don't know. AI is confusing. Yeah, I just maybe that's. that's why. I'm just tired of that narrative. I think so. That was just like a turn. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they try. Maybe that's why I don't like it. It's a, a narrative that like 2001 or Tron or. I robot or kind like of like War of the Worlds or Terminator like and War of the Worlds and then also um not, sorry not War of the Worlds that one's just and then like the Matrix kind of like the Matrix, yeah, Matrix. Yeah, and like I feel like those are good and I was, and, and if you single one of them when they really get into the AI AI stuff except for maybe like 2001 it gets weird you know when they and so I feel like that's it's just such like undiscovered territory that it's like 
you can just do whatever you want, but you kind of have to follow these beats, and, like, I felt like they tried to do that, but then tried to not do it. It was just weird. Vision's cool. Ultron's cool. Let's just leave it that. Yeah, I think we gotta <laughs> move on to our favorites now. Yeah, but so. I think we can all agree those were, that, that was our least. Yeah, as, yeah, romance, as a group. It was just com- confusing, so. Yeah. Favorite scene? Um, I have a clear winner. It is the scene with the hammer when everybody's pretending to pick it up. Or not pretending, when everybody's trying to pick it up. That, well, first off, it's just fun. Like, it's just fun to see the Avengers interacting that way. But also, like... Because, like, fans have talked about that stuff. So well, kind of a- but even, like, the foreshadowing and the incredible storytelling and directing that that movie has in the character arcs of each individual is phenomenal. Okay, just look at this. So it starts with Hawkeye, who is unwilling to believe that it's magic. He thinks that there has to be some exclamation for it. Like, he's just kind of he just doesn't believe it. And that's Hawkeye. That's where Hawkeye is the whole movie. The whole time he's just like struggling to believe it. Does that make sense? He just thinks that it's just something else. Okay, then next, you go to Tony. What does he do? He tries to pull it up. Doesn't work. Then he goes and involves technology with his suit. His technology doesn't work. So then he asks for his friend, Rhodey. So Tony's arc, which is also the same in this movie, is I'll do it myself. If I can't do it, I'll do it with technology. If I can do it with technology, then I'll ask my friends with technology. Does that make sense? That's totally Tony's arc is in this movie, is it not? Then you have the Hulk, who just wants to have a good times with his friends, but then pretends, and it's ruined by the potential of hulking out and getting angry. Like, he goes to lift it up, and he makes it, like, Bruce makes a joke where he's like, ah, but it's, that's his arc. He, he just wants to have a good time and have a life, but it's constantly interrupted by the potential of hulking out. And then after him, who's after? Who's, uh, um, it's, it's Steve Rogers. Rogers. Steve Steve Rogers, oh yeah, so Steve Rogers, he picks it up, and he can move it, but he struggles, and the whole time, it's throughout the whole movie, he struggles to understand and believe that somebody who's just a soldier can be worthy of anything more than just being a soldier. They can be worthy of a life with a family. There's like two sides of that. Yeah, that he, like, he doesn't believe that he can be worthy to move on to have a family, that he's just a soldier, so he's not, so he's not worthy, but also he's just a respectful, respectful guy and just doesn't do it, but he can. He's worthy. Yeah, I knew it. She just like she just thinks she that she that she's, not worthy. she's just so convinced that she's not worthy that she doesn't even try to like find out if she potentially is. Like she just convinced herself that she's. There's not another worthy. side towards Steve Rogers is that he can he can pick it up, and that to save Thor's ego he doesn't pick yeah. it up. Yeah, because he he's a good guy. So you have all of that like, holy smokes, you lay out like all these characters arcs and in like one joke moment where all just having fun and it is just a fun scene at the same time you also had to have to set up a moment where you can instantly make us all trust vision yeah and it just works out so good and the payoff in the rest of the movie like i just watched that movie i'm like wow everyone involved in this from the writers to the director to the actors everything like everyone who went into making that scene work in the way it did but like as on its own but also the way it worked in interaction with the rest of the film is just impressive you know, I'm just gonna say ditto to that, like <laughs> favorite scene, like Amen, because I I agree that's like the greatest scene in like in I think in the MCU in terms of like setting things up and explaining like arcs, yeah, so well. So I was like, but there's other fun scenes like that, like the oneer at the beginning where they're all fighting, and then also yeah. at the end where it's like super slow mo and going in a circle, like that's just fun, yeah. just like campy fun almost. Not not campy, just like cheesy, cheesy. That's the word. My favorite. I'm gonna go out on the island here. It's the point where 
Uh, Ultron says, I don't like you, Thor. You're bothering me. And he's kind of beating him up on his own. And the point where, like, he, Ultron says to Thor, I says something to Thor, and Thor responds, and I, Odin, Thor, Odin's son, with my last dying breath, I'm running out of things to say. Are you ready? And then Ultron, and then Vision gets smacks him with the old, with the hammer. And Ultron, Vision's like, that is incredibly well balanced. And he's like, well, if it's heavy, you lose power in the swing. So. <laughs> That's just, I just love that because it's kind of like, Thor's kind of like, yeah, it's, he has to explain it for like a, the billionth time in his 100,000-year life. So it's it's just hilarious because I love Thor and just the banter of that. It's, I love it. That's awesome. So should we move on lastly to Fallen, the meanings of this film? Yes. Uh, messages, meanings, deeper thoughts about it. To go quick, I didn't get any. Like, in terms of, like, a theme, like, I know this sounds bad, but, like, I didn't. I mean, you could go in maybe Natasha or whatever, but, like, I, I just. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm totally with you there. I And I was thinking about it. I feel like they, these are big team-up moments. And, like, even with the comics, it's. Yeah, I remember reading, like, big team-up comics, and it's hard for them to be anything besides just a team-up moment. And, like, this does it well. And, like. I was, of course, there's themes that you could pull from each individual character arc and talk about that, but that's more of like a character study than it is a theme and a message for the movie as a whole. You know what I mean? So I also don't want to spend the time talking about each character because we're going to do that later in their movies. One is more prevalent, and this is just kind of like, but I will say this it's impressive how, and again, back to Josh Wheaton, like that's really hard that you have all these characters come to ve- together in Avengers and have little like things that change their arc and then they go out and have their individual movies, how that arc progresses and then they come back together and they have little things that change their arc and then that arc goes back and they change into something else. Like, wow, the the level of content, yo, that was the other thing, a binge point. The level of continuity in this film for everything that precedes it and follows it is just incredible. But yeah, I agree with you. There was a lot of character character arcs and, and messages I could pull out from that arc, but the movie as a whole, I was, it was just a team-up moment, which was fun. It was enjoyable. I will say this. I forgot to mention, this scene made no sense to me. Thor and his little rock cave tub. Like, what was that? Uh, <laughs> you went back to see his vision, then you kind of just saw Phineas Stone, and he's like lightning, and then he I moves on. There, there was this, there's this YouTuber. I can't remember what video it was on, but he was talking about that moment how later in the film he's like so all the avengers got to go to the character development th- farm but not thor he had to go to the exposition pool <laughs> it's so true yeah, it like, is it's so weird and i want i looked into that scene actually and it says that that scene was supposed to go if like more into depth and have him be possessed and have this weird monologue of having him been possessed by this weird spirit of some sort and that's where he learns of the infinity stones and it explains it more but they cut it to the point with him Having a spasm, lightning in the in the water, and then it was, he sees it was, the face real, guys. It was probably just there, just so we could see him shirtless again. So, no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, oh, also, so, this isn't a fallen. I'm just curious. Like, all right, so at the end of it, um, what's his name? Thanos walks up and grabs his gloves, and he's like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Was he involved in the process of Ultron, or like, who? What? I don't think we Thanos, ever, like, like have a definite answer to that. Like, like Thanos. Thanos. So he gets all irritated and he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Meaning like, I'll go get the Infinity Stones himself. Because in Avengers, in Avengers, he failed to get the Infinity Stones. And then was he somehow... was and then like, somehow was the Galaxy, his... he didn't get Infinity Stones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe it was more of a response to Guardians of the Galaxy than it was to Avengers. Because I'm like, what? 
How could, like, because a lot of Avengers, you could say, rivals around the Mind Stone, and somehow maybe Thanos is involved to get the Mind Stone, but that makes no sense. Like, yeah. suddenly he has powers to work with Ultron. <laughs> so, okay, do you have a, a fall-in? Because Harrison and I are kind of like, I think there's a fall-in for each character, but in terms of, like, the overall movie... Maybe I'm just, to find one. Maybe I, I just really learning trying. learning to work together as like a team. So Well, it's a point where I'm trying to think of something. I mean, there's there's a there's a, there's a point where they, they are all they're all fighting and they're having all these consequences show up where it's Tony against Tony just has this has this big vision and no one's getting it and they're fighting. So it's this Everybody has. You can become a. You can become a team, and you can be. You can have. You can go, and you can fight for what's good, but you can't change people. Like think about it. Thor was so against that like, he was. He wanted to like you know grab Tony Stark by the neck, and he's like, "You caused this. Like you are the bad guy." And Tony is like, "Well, like let's talk. Let's talk about this." And then Bruce Banner's like, "No, we shouldn't talk about it." And and I think then the message throughout it all is that you can you can become a te- you can become a team you can work together for one solitary goal but you can't change people even though you're on the same side and that is brought evidence toward this movie and foreshadowing towards Civil War where they split because there was so much arguing in this movie compared to Avengers because in oh, Avengers it was it was like just all is this massive like ego battle but this one it's like they have these opinions and these things that they care about or they don't want to prevent something or they want to be good and just do do their job or have a normal life and they can't but they can't and so it's this point where they've come together they've gained a, gained a relationship but you can't change them because they're on their own path you can't change someone's path just because you want something that's not that's like this seems a little bit a little bit impossible so that's why I really got out of it was just you you can you can team up with somebody you can be there you can be there for them but you can't change them only they themselves can change themselves so that makes sense because yeah. yeah. so the message of the team up movie is that you can you can team up you yeah, can team up but you can't change people because you look at so let's go toward let's just focus on like Natasha where she can't have her own life she doesn't have a family but then in this movie like it hits the home on that she's she can't change that but in Endgame she finally has a family and it's this it's the Avengers and she risks her she kills herself she leaves her she sacrifices herself for her family so that's like she did change but in, and the point right now is that you can't just force somebody to do something you have to have them make the decision themselves you can't so agency is you have to be patient with that I think maybe that, that's, that's a message that's what I got out of it well there we go we're not we're not left with that one <laughs> thank you Kate so I also thank you everyone who listened to this if you enjoyed this movie and you have more to say about it if you have a message or other binge points let us know um, but other than that that is the end of Age of Ultron we will be back not exactly next week I mean we're already behind that's one thing I apologize everyone for being behind my work schedule is so crazy right now this coming week I'm working 12 hours every single day for 9 days in a row I'm not complaining I'm just saying like I just, I just don't have time for anything else so the podcast is going to be a little delayed but then we'll be back with Ant-Man to finish out MCU Phase 2. And then we're taking a break with the Star Wars sequel trilogy in preparation for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which will be fun. So subscribe for that. And uh, talk to us on Twitter. We've tweeted a couple of things out here tonight as we've gone through this episode. And 
keep the conversation going. We love to or, or any kind of interaction with you guys. So uh, look ahead, catch up, and we'll see you guys next time. Ciao, ciao. What to do, baby? Peace out, home dogs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.